All right, the pros and cons of living in Ann Arbor. I've got four pros and four cons to break down, so buckle your seatbelts. I'm starting right now. Welcome to the Real Estate in Michigan Audio Experience podcast with your host and local real estate professional, Andrew McManaman. Starting this list with the pros of living in Ann Arbor. Number one, with no surprise, is Ann Arbor's atmosphere. This city is filled to the rim with globally inspired cultured offerings from their college town, theatrical and musical organizations, to their galleries, museums, and overall art community. This place is literally dripping with culture. I mean, just oozing with it. Which brings us to the next pro, the downtown area. There is something to do at every single corner, unique restaurants for every taste, unique meeting spaces where you can lounge and do homework, read a book, or try that pickup line on that girl or boy you've been seeing there the past couple days. On top of that, a few cocktail bars and breweries to get social, and of course, the art galleries and music venues to top it all off. Ann Arbor is the definition of walkability. You can't spell walkability without AA, and I want you to remember that. Ann Arbor is also the definition of diversity, not only with culture, but for things to do. When you think of Ann Arbor, you think of a crowded city full of buildings, kind of like the grandson of New York, but did you know that the Huron River cuts right through Ann Arbor? With that in mind, you also have the opportunity to fish, kayak, canoe, sunbathe, etc. So don't just think it's all about walking sidewalks in A2 because there's so much more. Pro number three, I'm sure you've been waiting for this and it's all about the school, the University of Michigan. Times Higher Education and the Wall Street Journal have ranked U of M the top public university in the United States. If that one reason isn't good enough to get you over here to plant some roots, I don't know what is. With over 32,000 enrolled undergraduate students with a graduation rate of 92% and an acceptance rate of 26%, the school may have strict application processes and standards for quality students, but with only 8% of students not graduating, I'd say they're doing something right with their 3,200 acre campus. The atmosphere this school creates downtown is unlike any other. Yellow and blue are paraded around town on any given day, even if one of their teams isn't playing. And last but not least, pro number four, the U of M healthcare system. This one hits a little closer to home for me, as I am a patient of the U of M healthcare system to receive specialized care you can't find anywhere else in the state. So I can definitely attest to their high quality healthcare but good lord, I am terrible when it comes to their parking garages. Just like their schools, the healthcare system has been ranked high in the nation for not only specialized healthcare, but general pediatric and adult healthcare too. Hopping on over to what you came here for, con number one, the population density. If you have strolled around the Ann Arbor area, then you know how crowded the city can feel, especially on game nights. That's a whole other animal altogether. Ann Arbor is roughly 29 square miles with a population of over 130,000 people, which comes down to about 4,500 people per square mile. I'd say that's about as dense as a poonski on Fat Tuesday, if you know what I'm saying. Add in some out-of-towners from Michigan and some from out-of-state, and you got yourself a full-blown bumper-to-bumper disaster. Which brings us to the next con, the traffic. 
I already talked about how dense the Ann Arbor population is. Commutes to and from I-94, US-23, or M-14 just cause congestion around the city. And as I mentioned about the Huron River cutting through Ann Arbor, that means more bridges, which almost always have frequent congestion. Road maintenance tends to happen around there quite often, so that hinders your commute a little bit. So if you're making a visit out that way, be sure to plan around the morning and evening congestion so you can get where you want to go. And since it's a college town, you can bet there's crosswalks everywhere. U of M's campus is over 3,200 acres, like I said. It's not just all smashed on top of each other. Students need to cross roads all the time. Sometimes they don't always cross where they're supposed to, so that can add a little bit of irritation when driving through town. With brutal traffic comes even worse parking. Parking can get pretty expensive in Ann Arbor depending on where you're parking and for how long. I would say the biggest question here is, okay, but where's the free parking at? And I'm glad you asked. There's a few secret spots that I can let you know of. The main areas are off of East William Street, but just to give you a nice handy resource to make the process easier, I'll link to free and cheap parking options in Ann Arbor in the description below. I hope it helps, I know anything will. The next count is the real estate prices. I'm sure that one's a given, but in college towns and desirable places, the home prices and rent prices tend to be much higher than the surrounding areas. Taking a look at the median sale price in Ann Arbor compared to the last three years, you can see on the graph that prices increased 8.5% year over year. But just from August 2020 until present day, there is a $45,000 difference in the median sale price, which is quite an increase. Not only has purchasing a home in Ann Arbor been difficult for people, so has renting a home. Think about it for a moment. If I were to put my real estate investor shoes on, I'd wanna buy up a bunch of houses or multifamily units near a university because let's face it, a student would rather bunk with their buddies than have a little closet of a dorm room and have a curfew any day, and I know you would too. So with that being said, investors can charge more for rent because not only is it a luxury to students, it may be the only option for others if they can't get housing anywhere else. You could of course get a cheaper place out of the area, let's say, Ypsilanti, Dexter, or Celine. But what's the point of going to a school like U of M if you were just going to drive 25 to 35 minutes out of all the fun? Home prices are high, rent prices are high, and so is the next con, cost of living. Take a look at this graph provided by bestplaces.net to give you an idea of how much higher a few of the categories are in Ann Arbor compared to Michigan and the United States in general. I won't read through the whole thing, but feel free to pause the video and read it over real quick if you'd like. It's clear from the graph that the 164.2 in housing is what is driving the overall up as high as it is. The groceries are a little on the high side as well. There are Kroger's around Ann Arbor, but it seems like Trader Joe's, Whole Foods, Bushes, and the Plum Market all seem to be pretty front and center, which are typically higher priced grocery stores, so that could be one of the reasons for the higher grocery rank. That sums up the pros and cons list for living in Ann Arbor, Michigan. If you have any more questions or are interested in the area or others in Southeast Michigan for that matter, just shoot me a text, call or email anytime and I would be happy to help you out. 
Just a side note to this pros and cons list. The biggest con for Ann Arbor from actual residents is the weather, but we all know by now that Michigan has some goofy weather. I posted a picture on Instagram late 2020 captioned, the easiest way to describe Michigan weather to an out-of-stater. Watering flowers with an inner tube and a winter coat and a hat. I'm also wearing a bathing suit and holding a hockey stick. That's the seven day forecast in a nutshell for you. Thank you as always for listening to my podcast. If you would follow, subscribe, and leave a five-star review on the platform you listen to this on, I would greatly appreciate it. Stay tuned for the next episode.